0: You can press pause on this Pete and Kimber podcast anytime you like. But Thai Airways' new flights from Perth to Bangkok, well, they're non-stop. Book now with Thai, smooth as silk. This is the Pete and Kimber podcast.
1: Hi, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Thanks,
2: Rami, for joining us.
1: I don't know why I'm here because I can't stand you, Pete, right now.
3: I know why you're here because you literally just said to us before we started the podcast that when you join us for the podcast, it gets done quicker so you don't have much work to do. How have I not murdered him yet?
2: Look, I know it's tough. We've spent like a lot of days together. (laughs) The three of us have been in Sydney together since Monday. We just got back last night. And the way I've described it to people in the office today when they said, how was Sydney? is I have said, well... Rami and Pete and I spent about eighteen hours a day together and then we went off to our own rooms to sleep. And that is exactly what it was. We just didn't stop, but Do we still
3: do we still like each other?
2: Oh, Rami and I love each other. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's great, you (laughs) two.
1: No, we love you, Pete. No, piss off. We of love you. Of course we love but you. But it was a nice, because um, on the flight to Sydney, we all sat with each other. And then yesterday, the airline decided to separate all three of us for some
2: reason. Mm. And we
1: all sat separately, which I did not mind. Oh, I
4: don't mind. We, <laughs> we
2: can cope. I, I would have preferred to have been in a different seat. To where I was. What's wrong with
3: the way you were sitting? Oh, is that because of what you told me by the time we got
2: off? The woman in front of me. What happened? So, you know, like that part of the plane where it goes from business to economy. Yeah. Where we're all sitting. (laughs) Yeah. And that front row into economy has way more leg space because they have that huge gap between them and the wall in front. Mm. She had the gap that was so big that she could extend her legs out fully in front of her. Plus there was a space in front of her. And then she had this giant bag also in front of her before it hit the wall. Don't tell me she. She reclined her seat (gasps) three minutes into the flight (laughs) and I could hardly move. I was like, I get that people can recline their seats. I don't do it because I feel like Mm. unless they're a smaller person and I think they've got the space, I try not to recline. I'm not angry at people who do, but she's taking the piss. Yeah, let's be honest. Like I was trying to work on my laptop, and it was basically like directly under my chin. It I had such a headache by the end of the flight. The
1: etiquette with like doing your seats, you're all entitled to do it, obviously, but the etiquette is I always look behind me and and see what the passengers doing. Yeah. For example, the flight to Sydney, the passenger behind me was asleep, so I reclined. Yep. But on the way back yesterday, the passenger behind me was reading a newspaper. Who reads those? And I was like, "Oh, I can't recline now cuz yeah. it's going to crunch the paper."
2: Oh, my favorite was when she sat forward to eat her dinner. <laughs> um, she sat forward to eat her lunch, dinner, whatever that meal was, and just sat forward but didn't bring the chair up. Just sat up straight. <laughs> so the chair was still laying back in my face. But she wasn't reclining on it at all. You have seen
3: Kimber's look when, like, with the land, the plane landed. Oh no, I don't think it was even when the plane landed. I no. think we were still in the air. We were just descending, and then Kimber turned around, took her headphones off, and looked at me I was mouthing a few things. I was,
2: was like, just... "Is this woman serious? Is she for real?"
3: I
1: also how long it. have we been on this flight for?
2: I was like, <laughs> yeah. "We've been on this flight for five days. It was the longest <laughs> flight." I love that comment. Coming so much. home. <laughs> Do you know why? Because if you go to Melbourne, you're like, oh, it's four hours. That extra bit from Sydney, it is painful.
1: Guys, on the flight back yesterday, it's so long that I managed to eat, Mm. do some work on the laptop, Mm -hmm. watch a movie, Mm. watch a documentary, Mm. and have a nap.
2: Me too. And a poo. Oh, I didn't do a poo. I won't use the... The airline toilet, unless absolutely necessary. Why? I don't know. I feel weird about it.
3: You have to be one of the first to get to it. I reckon. I it, just, I just feel weird about it. I was just a
1: sucked mess. out by the. <laughs>
2: it's, a, it's a mess. <laughs> <good> <laughs> that was very good. No, thanks. the people are quite. You know, people are quite clean and stuff. I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm just hanging out in everyone's gases. Yeah. You know. It is a
3: mess. It's a mess. Those pl- those toilets are a
1: mess.
2: Like someone had to go in after your poo. Would you have been? Would you have felt weird about it?
1: Yeah, but the reason I had to do a poo was because I was doing some nasty farts. Stop! And I didn't want to be that guy. I wonder if it was you that I was smelling.
3: <laughs> I was smelling someone while I
1: was
2: on. No, I felt. about thirty someone. rows back. Oh, yeah. that's right. You and I back felt back
1: bad. I mm. felt really bad. I was like, oh no, it's me, and people are going to start working it out. It's me.
2: Hi, Hi, it's me. It's, it's
3: me. I'm the Hi. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. The guy um next to me spilled his wine on me.
2: Ah, oh. yeah. Oh.
3: When he was handing over his bottle. Did
2: it make your T-shirt smell better? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh God! Don't get given start on now, this one. Come on, that's not no, fair. Pete is upset very about it. Hard.
2: Pete's upset about it.
3: I'm gutted. <laughs> we went all the way to Sydney to go and meet all of these highfalutin people and these stars, and I smelt like bloody damp. Cheese. Yeah, cheese. <laughs> smell like damp he clothes. Didn't have
2: time to wash his clothes and dry them, so he packed slightly damp t-shirts and said by the time they Rookie. came out, they smelt like A young man who's doing his washing for the first time. (laughs) Yes, rookie.
1: (laughs) Hey, on this podcast today, you will hear all the action from uh, when you guys caught up with Dancing with the Stars star, Ben Cousins. That
2: was great. I really enjoyed being there. The set was amazing. And I think they revealed quite a bit in that chat. Hmm. Um, Um, We talked to Tori from MAFS, who is still backing up her husband and saying they're in a really healthy, great relationship.
3: Not many people believe it. No. We listened to Bob Catter.
2: Oh, look, but I'm, what did he, we
1: talk to him?
2: What did he even say? Wait, can you,
1: I just got to point this out. When you listen to this, listen for the point where he starts talking about Hollywood and fist yeah. fighting. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Did yeah, <laughs> you catch weird. those? <laughs> Do you know <laughs> yeah. what was funny? Just is random that words. When we talked to him the first time, I don't even remember him saying that. It wasn't until we played it back later that I went, "Oh, I don't, where was I? I must have just stopped listening to him altogether." <laughs>
3: Um, Um, Streetman Sam out looking for Pink
2: We sent sent Streetman Sam out looking for Pink Mm. He really tried hard Pink might be on this podcast And
1: yay or nay
2: Yay Yay or nay was a good
1: one Yay or nay was a good one This was a really good one this morning One person got cancelled And the other person is a hero
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's my way to put it up
1: You listen to the podcast and you find out. I'm a hero, aren't I? Mm. It's me, isn't it?
2: <laughs> it's me. You're the hero. It's you. Enjoy. <laughs> We're back. We got back to Perth yesterday afternoon. We spent like two or three days doing a lot of cool stuff in Sydney. I mean, it was a bit of everything. We did Australian Idol. We went to Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> You're setting the scene. All right.
3: Rumba! <laughs> um, Dancing with the Stars was very cool because we got to catch up with probably the biggest name on the show, I reckon, this year. The one everybody's going to be tuning in to watch, particularly here in Perth. Ben Cousins. Mm. Right, So our mate Ben Cousins, we dropped in to say hello. We literally got to him as he was rehearsing one of his dances. Take a listen to this. We're here backstage um, on the Dancing with the Stars set with Ben Cousins and your dance partner, Siobhan, and we've just finished watching you guys rehearse.
5: Mate, (laughs) you're
3: sweating up a storm. (laughs) Uh,
5: Well, I am. Siobhan never, she gets a couple of little drops on the top lip. At worst, you know, I end up dripping, so. What's amazing is we were sort of, we were watching you guys work, and it's it's a short
3: dance, mm-hmm. but you look like you're stuffed by the end
5: yeah, of it. Yeah, well, it goes really what for a minute it's and a
0: half. a minute Thirty, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but we put everything into it. So. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Ron, you're
2: teaching. Oh, there we go. We got music going on. Are we allowed to? We had to relocate.
3: <laughs> Bloody Julie Goodwin, the first ever winner of MasterChef,
2: just waltzes on out and is like,
3: "Hey, get lost." It's my turn.
2: Yeah, she started rehearsing and we we had to move. So we were kind of like looking for a place backstage, running around the makeup department everywhere to find a corner where mm. we could finish interviewing Ben and Siobhan.
3: Yeah, lucky for you, Perth, we found one. We just got kicked off the area because Julie Goodwin um, was taking the stage, right? So now we're backstage in the rehearsal area.
5: How are you feeling? Like, how's Uh, how's everything holding up? Well, surprisingly good, actually, for the amount of work that I've been doing. And uh, you know, it's the days in the lead up to um, performing where you know we may it only the dance itself goes for a minute and a half, but we're by that stage performing um, it from start to finish, and we probably do thirty or forty hard times we practice it. So um, Siobhan's more confident than I am, but, you know. Yeah. Siobhan,
2: uh, how do you get him to go, so, show us your moves? Are you yeah. just like, what do you look yeah. like in a nightclub? Like,
0: how? What is
2: his yeah, first do
0: for that. you? that. You know, I had been doing some figure eight action, you know, just seeing what his hips could do first and then work up from there. Okay.
5: Uh, we, we even did a um, TikTok, weren't we, during oh, the yes, week. Yes, uh, Beyonce's, Beyonce's
0: Texas, Texas him. <laughs> Yeah, so Beyonce's Texas Ben has that oh, one down, actually, would, a bit of oh, line
5: dancing. Oh, I would hemorrhage if some of that vision ever got yeah, out. It was horrific. It, yes, it is horrific. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, what do you do when Ben's having a day where maybe the rehearsals, you know, we all would know what that would be like, where you're feeling frustrated, your body's not yeah. doing what you, what you want it to. Mm. How do you get him to kind of reconnect with you and be ready to go? Yeah,
0: I definitely, you know, we break for a moment. I say, OK, let's, tools down, let's just, you know, break for a second. Reset. And then, you know, just... I would even whip out... That's when I'd whip out, like, a TikTok dance. Or, you know, just something fun. Just to, like, you know, bring us back into the fun zone and not so much in our heads. And it's just...
5: Yeah. I had a day yesterday where it just yeah. sort of felt like it was falling apart. So, um, But, you know, Siobhan sends me a nice text, you know, last night, and so said, we'll be right today. And I, I did sort of reply and said, well, I just want you to know, that bloke that turned up at rehearsal will not be coming tomorrow. <laughs> he will not be coming tomorrow. <laughs> Siobhan, how do you think um, Australia will receive Ben?
3: once they see him dance
0: oh, they're going to love Ben he oh. is his uh, smile on the dance floor it's infectious like he just lights up the room with his smile yeah. Australia's just going to fall
4: in
5: love oh, with yeah. Ben the dancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have my reservations. Yeah, I need yeah. to say what just happened, right? This
3: is how nervous you appear to be about everything that you were like you were playing with this plastic bag. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, oh, and Kimber, while you're answering that, has just casually reached
5: out and pulled you it me. off. <laughs> oh, oh, that was that was confiscated. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Welcome never to my the, life, the never my dance shoe brush, but yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I think yeah. it was actually right. a delight to watch you rehearse. We can't wait to see the real thing. Yeah, You um, should be really proud of yourself. We yeah. know how much work goes in. That's really hard. And yeah. like, you know, as we said, you're athletic.
5: Your body is in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. We're, We're thrilled. Kicked We're Good to see some familiar faces here too.
3: Oh, mate, <laughs> we got you, back. Yeah, we, we got you back. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I'll tell you what, like I,
3: this was really one of those pinch-yourself moments that we were there in Sydney on the set of Dancing with the Stars. Like, everything that you watch, the giant hall where the oh. the crowd is and the people play and the judges are and they... De- like, we were there, I had goosebumps, watching all of that unfold. The
2: set was very grand. Yes. Like, we walked into the... It was like being in a big airport hangar, like a huge hangar. It was, like, the biggest building and the set was massive. Yep. It was gorgeous.
3: Now, uh, Dancing with the Stars, on your screens a little bit later on this year, we are the only show in town that you get to go behind the scenes at Dancing with the Stars on 7 with us. We'll keep taking you there. And the only show you'll hear Ben Cousins throughout the journey of it as well.
0: The Pete and Kimber Podcast.
3: We're getting into maths, married at first sight, and one of the big talking points of couples over the course of this season. Tori and Jack. Tori had a big night last night. Take a listen to this.
0: I think, honestly, I don't think Tim cares what anybody thinks about any of this. He doesn't care. Don't back Timothy. And small, small bites, babe. Don't, don't come for the top. I'm sorry. There's a food chain here and you are not at the top shut up
2: now Tori we're gonna be honest we weren't sure about this chat with you because we thought today you could go one of two directions one you could go I'm embarrassed about the way I behaved at the dinner party last night or two you're gonna double down and concrete yourself into this mess which way are you swinging this morning
0: no, I think we can split last night up into two. I absolutely regret and have apologized to Cass both at the time and as early, you know, as recent as yesterday about last night. Um I think, you know, it's <laughs> that was toward the end of the night and let me tell you I, was, I had a lot of rage inside of me and unfortunately she just said the right thing at the right time, and I, I, I cracked. Um, so I regret that. Cass is – she's beautiful, and I should never have spoken to her like that. Do I regret what I said to Timothy? Absolutely not. I don't regret that at all. Tori, one of the biggest questions
2: that. people had last night is, as you said, you were filled with rage. People weren't really sure – why you were filled with rage, because your relationship has been really exposed um, because your husband, Jack, is portrayed as the most misogynistic jerk in the season this year. Now, last week, we were talking about your relationship because of the inappropriate things he said around the dinner table, because uh, he, you know... Was it actually offered you up to other men and said when wife swap weeks comes that other men could sleep with you, um, which you didn't know about, which was behind your back?
0: And I did know about it, and that wasn't the joke at all, but yeah.
2: Wasn't it? What do you mean?
3: No. What was the so, joke?
0: So the joke is a joke that I actually made, and it was a shared joke between myself, Tim, and Jack. And the joke was um, that, you know, I said to Jack, Tim's real cute. Like, hopefully I get him in couple swap if we do it. That was the joke. And the way it was recited at the dinner table was not accurate.
2: Why did you look so upset on the night then?
0: It's it's the wide world of editing.
2: Really? Right. Because so I... you went really quiet. Okay. I mean, look, I guess the difficult thing here, Tori, is that Jack does make really inappropriate comments. He does say things that make him...
0: Absolutely, and so does everyone else. It's just, you don't get to see it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just that the comment you made last night about Timothy, which said you wouldn't stand for this kind of behaviour. Roll the audio.
0: The comments that Timothy made, how dare you say to someone, you have nothing. Like, that f- me off. Lucinda, you've just had someone sit there, say to someone, you have nothing in life. That's disgusting. I could not stand by a man that displayed himself the way Timothy did today. Absolutely not. No chance. So you're
2: very defiant that you won't stand by a man that's disgusting, that makes rude remarks, that is a bit of a jerk. And yet, here you are standing by and doubling down on backing in Jack. You're really, you're not swaying from it, are you?
0: No, I'm not. And I think there's a good reason for that. Jack did make a disgusting comment and um, that was addressed. I didn't let that go. Jack, Jack heard about that. Jack knew that I wasn't impressed with that in the slightest. And I think, yes, Jack made a disgusting comment, but he made it once. And then he apologised for it. He made on it a, twice. On that night.
2: He definitely made it more than once. He he backed down. He went into it again the next day.
0: Okay, so it was twice. Right? Okay, well,
2: I only stand by a guy when he's disgusting once. It, like Tori, do you understand that? Like you've gone hardcore on another chick at the table, but you are backing in the guy that everyone else knows is not treating you nicely.
0: Look, I think you need. <laughs> People are only going to comment on what they see, right? And what they're seeing isn't great. What I'm commenting on is my entire experience with Jack. So I think no one will ever, I will never be in agreement, you know, with anyone Mm. with what they've got to say. And that's fine because at the end of the day, it's my choice. And... I've got to live with it, so maybe people should just find peace in that. They don't have to live with it. I so,
4: t-
3: so Tori, I, I, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt here, right? I'll, the, I'll I'll sit with you on the other side of the fence here and go. All right, talk to me about it. So, what what is what are the things that we're not seeing through the editing of your relationship with Jack that, if they were included in the se- series, would make us all go, "Wow, Jack's a he's a stand
0: up guy." Yeah, look, Jack's a really great guy. He's super supportive. He is very respectful, Um, he's patient, he's logical, he does the best job of keeping me calm and, you know, like being there for me. He's funny, you know, we laugh, we have very witty banter, um, and we align a lot on what we want from life. So it's it's unfortunate because he is a great guy.
3: All right, Tori. Thanks. We appreciate you uh, joining us this morning. And hey, everybody's got their opportunity to have their say on this show and you've had yours. So thanks for uh, lifting the lid on what's going on there between you and Jack.
0: Thanks so
3: much. Queensland Independent MP Bob Catter, and you may have caught the news that he went to Parliament dressed as a pig.
0: Independent MPs Bob Catter and Andrew Wilkie on a mission to make their oints heard with a not so subtle dig at the
4: supermarket giants. We'll just find out who's got their snouts in the trough. We, we did a thing, snouts in the trough. I feel ridiculous.
3: Now we're getting stuck into Coles and Woolies. Aren't you the least bit interested in hearing The this pig audio? video
2: would looked funny. Okay, the pig video looked funny. Them in inflatable pig suits. Yeah. I enjoyed it. But, like, this chat is absolutely stupid. Okay, Perth, you be the judge. Uh, we <laughs> caught up
3: with Bob Catter to find out what was going on. Great honour to be on
4: your program. No, oink, the, oink,
3: The honour is ours. Uh, yeah, oink, oink, as Kimber just said. I mean, what are you doing getting around with Andrew Wilkie at Parliament House with a, a, a box full of cash and dressed as pigs?
4: Within three hours of us, you know, having our little fun time, um, within three hours, Woolworths had bought down the price of 400 items. So... So, And, uh, and we right. successfully portrayed um, people as having their snouts in the trough. So if the farmers are not getting the money and the consumers are paying through the nose for food, well, who's got their snouts in the trough?
3: So you're saying the price of 400 items has been brought down thanks to you well, and Andrew Wilkie?
4: That's what they said. Oh, I didn't say it. They said that. Within three hours... Us, that which, which exploded nationwide.
2: Bob, you don't think any of this is off the back of Woolworths making an absolute tit of themselves last week with the CEO stepping down after that ridiculous interview on Four Corners and they're just trying to make themselves look better?
4: Um, well, two obscure nobodies from the ends of the earth in Australia, one from Tasmania, one from far north Queensland, we're away in the middle of nowhere's full. If we could get 400 items rejected within three hours by a little stunt. What could you do if you were the
3: government, Bob? We've got we've got Super IGA, we've got IGA, IGA, we've got Progressive IGA, all those IGAs. What about a Catter IGA across the country? <laughs> a Catter IGA. What do you reckon?
4: <laughs> no, no, look, I just an ordinary knock about little con, con curry bloke. I get in fistfights every now and then. I mean, I just, yeah, I, I cannot begin to tell you that, you yeah, know, you just, and Andrew the same, but I just told Andrew that, mate, I have to disclose this. He's He's got rings from Hollywood. Hollywood have been ringing up Andrew Wilkie. Yeah.
3: All right, Bob, keep fighting the good fight, mate. Get, keep those gloves on. Don't take them off.
4: <laughs> God bless all of us.
3: Good on you, Bob
2: Catter. <laughs> what? What just happened? I don't know. What the heck just happened? There was language in there. When he said, I just feel like we called someone's granddad <laughs> and we got the wrong number and he talked to us anyway. <laughs> I love him. I love him so much Here, just The interview was ridiculous. Run with me, right? i got an idea. I know what he's trying to do, but what is, like, hey. the thing is if you can't articulate your craft, then you don't know what you're doing. I
3: heard everything he had to say in that. Did you? Yeah. Was it was snouts in a trough? No, no. Humor me. Pete, Bob and Kimber. What do you <laughs>
1: <Huh>? <laughs> Pete and Kimbers. Yay or nay? Hi Rami. Hello. Tailgating is okay if the driver is too slow.
0: Three, two, one. Yay.
2: yay. Oh,
1: nay. I, I agree with Kimber. It's a yay, yay. from me. If you're being Mate. tailgated, it's
3: because you're driving too slow. Yeah. Don't tailgate. You're an idiot. This is simple do not tailgate people. It's this it's
2: stupid. Let me tell you what there's a difference. There's two types of tailgating. There's the losers in a ute who are trying to get somewhere we can't simply get any faster. Yep. That's dumb tailgating. Mm. When you can't keep a consistent speed in this city and you drop anywhere between 80 and 40 on the same strip of road and the rest of us are trying to keep the consistent speed behind you, we keep coming up too close behind your rear because you're not paying attention to the speed limit.
3: Yeah, I get that. I always get
2: close to people's rears. That's
3: that's not what he said. See, if he'd said that entire sentence, I might have been a yay.
2: That's how Perth drivers drive. We know it. Mm, yeah. We're aware.
3: We're watching yeah. it. It's out. So what you consistent road speed,
2: right guys? Just keep a consistent speed, and none of if us you will don't tailgate. tailgate
3: if someone's slow. What do you do then, Pete? If I don't tailgate if someone's slow, yeah, I don't know. I just go somewhere else. He just let them go about. I just go, go somewhere around. else.
1: Just change my destination. Go
3: around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Sometimes you got to deal with things in life. Right, Have some I'm...
0: resilience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Second one, okay. the Barbie movie was overrated.
0: Three, two, one.
1: Yay!
2: Nay. Yay! Nay. 100%. I I believe it was overrated. So on the flight
3: back yesterday from Sydney, because we were in Sydney for Australian Idol, um, I watched both Barbie and Oppenheimer. I did oh, the double. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. This is a five-hour flight. Ask Kimber about it being a five-hour flight,
2: mate. Five hours. <laughs> it was five days to get back from Sydney. I could have driven here faster. <laughs> Even I, if I was tailgating. <laughs> I really enjoyed it.
3: I got the message, and the message was, like, slathered on. I got it loud and clear, thank you very much. But you know what? It's the sort of movie where don't go there hoping for it to change your life. Just enjoy the bloody thing.
1: Were you worried about this question, and you wanted to say, nay, it's not overrated because you might get cancelled as a man if you said yes? I'm the patriarchy. I'm always
2: Mate, walking was, on eggshells. It was 20 minutes too long, yep. and I don't really understand what the messaging was because yeah. it ended up going back to going... Okay, well now women still had nothing, men still had nothing, and it was just a joke.
3: See, it's opinions like that, which is why we shouldn't let women vote. (laughs)
2: Let's
0: just
1: grab that piece of audio (laughs) and let that roll around in the ether. (laughs)
3: God. (laughs) With the Summer Carnival Tour in town this weekend, Pink in town today, she's waking up in Perth. And at playing Friday and Saturday night. We're going to send out Streetman Sam to go and get Pink Forest. But we thought, we've got to go one better, Kimber. We've got to send him out with
2: someone. Yeah.
3: Because we need to guarantee that this happens.
2: A little bit, because last time we sent Streetman Sam out to get Blink-182, he didn't deliver. No. So we're like, we have to up the ante now. So we've got Streetman Sam with us.
3: Yep. Uh, Streetman Sam we'll get to in a moment. Joanne is who we're
2: introducing. Good morning to you,
3: Joanne. Good morning. Now, Joanne, for those of you who don't know, but surely you know her car. You own the pink car, the Perth pink car that we see driving
2: around Perth with Pink's face plastered all over it. I certainly do. Now, this is a, its a big attention grabber because it is hand airbrushed onto your car and it's amazing. And we feel like if we get your car doing laps out there... Maybe a few bog laps, maybe a few burnouts, maybe we will get Pink's attention.
0: Oh, we can try. (laughs) Because
2: you haven't had the chance to meet Pink yet.
0: No, very close, but not there.
2: What's very close? What happened? Well,
0: Pink won. When I had Pink won, I took it to her concert, to the fun concert in Sydney. Mm -hmm. And we had it all arranged. All the Pink fans were around the car, around me. Security said, look, you've got to get rid of your fans. There's no they want to see it. But if they see it, then like if they see it, they're heard, they won't stop. Oh. So they all had to go. And I was just alone there with a the car. And we saw her car coming up. And I was getting really excited. And then security said, I am so, so sorry. Security said, we can't. But oh. she stopped. She stopped, and she leant against the window. But she, Willow was the baby, oh. so I put it down. She didn't. No.
2: Yeah. Ah. Oh, well, look. This could be the big opportunity because we want Pink on this show, and we feel like sending you out there with Street Man Sam is the closest we're going to get. Now you're se- the one you've got right
3: now. So Pink one was the old car. This yep. is Pink two, the yes. one that you're. All right. Now you're selling this car as well, aren't you? I am. Right. Okay. So people can get in touch. Actually, get in touch with us. We'll put photos up on our Facebook and Instagram and stuff and you can get in touch with us if you want to buy the pink car.
2: I mean, the best way for you to be able to sell this car on and the best memories you can have is if today is the day that it works and we get pink.
5: Oh, for sure, yeah.
3: Joanne, let's <laughs> Joanne, let's do this. Let's get Streetman Sam involved. Streetman Sam, Streetman Sam, Streetman Sam goes wherever
2: he can.
6: Good morning to you, Streetman Sam. Good morning. How are we?
2: Oh, we're great. Streetman, we know you're the guy for the job. I've backed you more than Pete has.
6: Yes, and I appreciate the support. Thank you, Kimber.
3: <laughs> Mate, for good reason. I'll remind people about the last time that we sent you out to chase a celebrity.
2: Do you have well, an update? Do you have... Anyone from the band?
6: This is huge, guys. I am standing here with Travis Barker right now. I'll pop him on the line. Okay. Um, go on. Oh, hey, guys. It's me, Travis Barker. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so that was last time, mate. We've got to go one better. I distinctly remember meeting Travis Barker. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. That was... I mean,
2: because we, we sent you out with the megaphone and we said maybe just start singing Blink songs mm. uh, through the megaphone and you... Forgot to take batteries.
6: I've got an upgrade here today, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm very impressed. Yeah, yeah. With my megaphone here today. Do you even know how to use it? The way you're holding it and
3: looking Joanne at it the moment. Joanne panicked. Joanne just ducked
2: it. as if you were holding a live gun in here. Like <coughs> a, Whoa! whoa. Oh, it was a no, that's not how you use it. <laughs> it works. The Press the alarm. <laughs> Press the alarm.
3: The alarm. No, don't clicks. do that. No. Press the alarm. Nah, not the alarm. I need alarm. to make sure. <laughs> yeah, that's good. We're going
6: to evacuate the building with that's that alarm. That's good stuff. Heavens. Okay, so you've got that. What else you got? Joanne, obviously. You've got Joanne and the the pink car. And I've got some amazing signs to grab her attention. Okay. (laughs) There was a fan at the Melbourne concert that held up this sign, which Pink was quite taken by. Well, she was. We've got audio here at that moment.
3: Oh, so she pointed it out, right? It says you, me and Kerry, as in Kerry Hart, her husband, mm.
6: threesome. Mm.
2: It was an offer. So you're gonna you're gonna hold this up down uh, with Joanne in the car and this is gonna be the offer.
6: I've got options, guys. So yeah. it can be you, me, Kerry, threesome. Yeah, yeah, or... yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you, Pete and Kimber threesome. I feel like I've been thrown <laughs> thrown I like, in. I
3: like this, but if it helps I'm you all get for pink, this. yeah,
2: we'll do it. And you know what? If you don't get pink, because
3: it just says you instead of saying pink, you can just like throw it out to anybody. <laughs> bring, just bring some. <laughs> just bring someone back to the station.
2: Pete's more desperate than I am. <laughs> Streetman Com- Sam, Com- we've got to be careful. All right, trees uh, company trees uh, a crowd. Sam,
3: Joe, <laughs> Sam and Joe, let's get you out of here. We're going to get you into Joe's pink car. We're sending you out on the streets and we'll catch up with you very soon, okay? Sounds good. Good luck, you guys. Streetman Sam, good morning. Good morning. How are we?
2: Oh, we're great. Streetman Sam, we believe you are hovering around the hotel area that you believe Pink is staying in.
6: Lurking, I think is the phrase. Lurking. Lurking. Up (laughs) and down the river, hoping she's for a stroll with the kids. Yep. Alicia. Alicia. Where are you,
2: babe? Where are you? Are you going for Alicia? You feel like if you go back to her original name that it's going to make I... you feel like it's more personal? Correct. Like we're friends. See, like Pete, he tries. He, he thinks of all the extra angles. Yeah, I don't
3: want try. I want success. Okay. <laughs> now, um, we know that you're also armed with a very special sign that made an appearance in her Melbourne shows. <laughs> The sign says you, me, Kerry, as in Kerry Hart,
2: her husband, threesome. And I think she said, I don't know what to say. I don't think we're giving her an option with the signs you're carrying today, right, Streetman Sam? What's your sign say?
6: I've got a couple of options. So I've got you, me, Kerry, threesome. And then I've thrown you guys in the deep end with... You, Pete, Kimber, threesome.
2: Hey. I'm good for it. Pete's going to get us over the line. Yeah, it'll happen. She'll be like, oh, Kimber, take it or leave it. But Pete. (laughs) Hey, now,
3: Streetman Sam. All right, so (laughs) you're standing there. Have you got the sign up in the air? I do, yes. Okay, yell it out. All right, I want you to start yelling it out, okay? Holding the sign up in the air. Start yelling out what's on the sign. Go.
6: You, Pete, Kerry, threesome. Pink, where are you? Or I've got options. You, Pete, Kimber, threesome. Can what you if ma- she takes both?
2: No, can you what make if- the second one sound a bit more sexy? Like, yeah. you, you know, Ooh. you, Pete, Kimber. Yeah. You know, like, it needs to be bigger, dude. Make
3: me sound like I'm going to be great in bed,
6: Sam. <laughs> Go on. You, Pete, question mark, Kimba. All right. <laughs> threesome. <laughs> I mean, it's
2: definitely better. Yeah. It's improving. Still still a bit take it all. Look, you that. are out there um, driving around with Joanne in the car that is absolutely covered in Pink's face. It's had her face airbrushed all over it. Yep. And so you're it's a driving, head-turner. you know, yeah. And it's a convertible. So keep driving around that hotel area. Get her attention.
6: I'm on it, guys. We're cruising around. We'll ask everyone and anyone. Have you seen Pink? Where is she? Let yeah, us oh, know.
3: Yeah, She's not hard to miss, mate. So I think you'll, uh, you'll recognize her. Street Man Sam, we'll
2: check in with you later. We've sent them out to Pink's hotel and they're surrounding the area looking for her and trying to get her attention so we can get her on this show.
3: Streetman Sam, good morning. We've had really, really good things. I'm hoping to hear Pink right now. Where are you guys?
6: Good morning. I am at the bottom of the crown where she's staying. We've got Pink up. We're parked out the front, we're trying to get her attention. Uh-huh. This job is harder than it is. It sounds okay? like an well, excuse. What you, it's difficult. Sounds like an excuse, Sam. No,
2: street man Sam, I know it's not easy to get celebrities, but like we sent you out with everything we could. Have you how hard have you tried?
6: Uh, we've been harassing staff, they're getting cagey, they're all sending us in different directions. We're onto them, okay? We know she's here and they're trying to tell us she's not.
2: I mean, just do some donuts in the car park. If you made enough noise out there, Pink's going to look out the window and her kids are going to
6: go, Mum, look, you're all over that car. That is the plan right now. We're looking up at the towers where I've got the cameras out and trying to see, zooming in, seeing what's going Sorry, on. Sorry, hang on. So the plan the right megaphone. now
3: is to start dropping the clutch and doing doughies in the in the Crown Casino <laughs> car park. Holy well, shit, burn out. Mate, get. we've got you there. You've got a megaphone. Whip the megaphone out. Whip it out right now.
6: I got it. You got, got a it.
3: megaphone? Okay. Pink. Here's what I want, all right? I don't yeah. want you yelling out pink. The only way we're going to get pink is if you sound like someone who knows one of her songs. Can you yes. sing a pink song into the megaphone for us?
6: Man, I've been practicing. Let's oh. go. Okay, go. So what? Uh, I'm still a rock star. I got my rock moves and I don't need you. Guess what? Do you think that's going to get her downstairs? Wait, 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 wait! There's, there's, there's someone up in the window. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that! Is that her? Guppy! I'm back! Is that? Give it away! Give it away! Big.
3: Are you okay, buddy? <laughs> you know you can't open the windows at Crown Towers, right?
6: I think it's her, it or a very enthusiastic cleaner. I'm not sure. I'm going to claim it as her.
2: Streetman Sam, I think we might have more luck if you just set off the
3: fire alarm. Oh, great idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, go, on, go inside. Go and set off the <laughs> <laughs> It's it started. It's started.
0: You can press pause on this Pete and Kimber podcast anytime you like. But Thai Airways' new
4: flights from Perth to Bangkok? Well, they're non-stop. Book now with Thai. Smooth as silk.